Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Microsoft Surface and Teams. At CDW, we get the future of remote meetings works differently. Oh, going right from launch directly into a meeting, that could be awkward. But with Microsoft Surface devices with Teams orchestrated by CDW, the future works better. Touchscreen and voice capabilities keep Teams engaged and productive, enabling you to always collaborate with confidence. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining. Psst, you have a spinach in your teeth. Thanks for the tip, man. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash surface. I'm David Bloomberg. And I'm Jessica Lewis. And we have a special offer just for you. Each week during Survivor on the Why Blank Lost podcast, we bring humor and strategy together by looking closely at every player. Now, for the first time ever in podcast form, David brings his 20 years of reality TV knowledge to Big Brother. While Jessica brings her own experience from Survivor. The Big Brother TV show doesn't tell us everything, and you might miss something on the live feeds. But we pull together the whole puzzle and look at players in the context of not one, not two, but seven rules to find out what evicted house guests did right and wrong. But wait, there's more. We also have a guest to add their opinions. And you get all of this for the low, low price of free. Subscribe to the Reality TV Rehap-Ups feed or the RHAP Big Brother feed or RHAP on YouTube and the Why Blank Lost podcast will come directly to you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelor Greatest Seasons Ever Rehap-Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. And Haley, how are you doing tonight? We have a special guest that I'll have you introduce. I am so excited about our special guest. Um, it's our good friend, great friend of the podcast, even. Um, we convince him to come on at least <laughs> once a year now since his podcast retirement, and he, uh, he gladly obliges us. Uh, and we thought it'd be really fun to have him on this episode because our buddy Jordan Parhar actually did the draft with us for next season. So we thought it would be perfect to talk to him about it. Jordan, what's up, bud? Haley, Amy, thank you so much for having me back. Um, I, I'm still amazed and slightly perplexed that you continue to invite <laughs> me back on the pod. I don't know if anybody cares to hear about my bachelor slash bachelorette takes at this point but we can uh, so that's what matters oh, well, i feel okay, like we well, have this exclusive I, now like it's like you're a hot commodity because you're in retirement <laughs> so we're not gonna let that well, go well I, I am greatly appreciative of of the kind words and i will gladly come on the podcast anytime you invite me on so thank you for having me always happy to talk bachelor slash bachelorette uh even even when the world is about to end. So I'm uh, I'm very excited to be here tonight. Did you ever think back when we were recording this that one day we would be talking about Nick's season again on a podcast? And it's not because he came back to be the Bachelor a second time. Um yeah, I mean honestly I, I would have if you would have said what's more likely to happen, like a global pandemic or us talking about Nick on the podcast again. I would have said us talking about Nick on the podcast again. Um, but uh, in addition to everything else, it's crazy that's happened this year. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I don't think that's it's too, too crazy. I think looking back, though, and seeing like watching the, the, the episode, it just it reminded me of a ton of stuff that I just completely forgot about from his season, uh, which I'm excited to get into. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it really was a, it was just thinking back to that time. It's probably one of the times in my bachelor um, viewership that I enjoyed watching the most. I, I think it was a, quite an entertaining season from what I can recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say watching this episode, it kind of brought back that we really enjoyed this season, I think. Um, we liked Nick as the bachelor. You and I were excited that he was picked. Um, I don't think that was the general consensus. They even said that this was one of their most controversial controversial picks ever. Um, and I thought it was a good season. I, I thought the cast of women was really fantastic. I think this might have been... Um, you know, one of one of those ones where it was just like every woman seemed like an absolute home run. Um, and I enjoyed watching it again last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode really reminded me like, wow, this cast, so many of these women, like they didn't really show up in this episode, but they've been on VIP. Um, and this was probably maybe one of the biggest seasons for like having ongoing contestants that we see pop up on VIP that we know that we still kind of follow along with. So I thought that was interesting. Like, oh yeah, that person was on next season too. Um, I just kind of like forget what season they come from. So like, that's kind of interesting. And we got to hear from quite a few people as well. Um, Before we totally dive in to this season, a couple um, news items. Haley, there's a, a shocking breakup in Bachelor Nation. Trey Suprising. Um rest in peace, Beck and Garrett's relationship. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody expected it for the last month. I think we already reported on it, but she officially uh, announced it on her Instagram. So um they're just asking for privacy at this time. They lovingly parted ways. It was kind of like a, you know, we knew that this was happening uh, because they weren't posting together for the last few months. Um Jordan, how do you feel about another um, engaged couple from this franchise not making it to the altar? Um, I mean, I think it just speaks to how truly difficult it is for a relationship to work outside of the the bachelor bachelorette bubble, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, not I mean, not overly. I'm never usually too surprised if if a couple from the show breaks up, especially. Um, these two, I mean, the, the Garrett for, I mean, dating back to when he was on the show had incredibly problematic um, things that had been posted on his social media, which to me, I, I didn't think really aligned with Becca and clearly um, they don't, mm-hmm. um, which is why um, things ended the way they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish them both well, hope they can figure it out. But um, yeah, I'm just not surprised. And it's... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to make it when you're outside of the, these magical dates that are happening um, all the time and all you have every your life is put on hold when you're back in the real world. It's it's different. And I think that's why so many of these relationships don't work. And that's why breaking up is um, the norm, not and not something that's um, out, of, out of the ordinary. So uh, wish them well. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, Becca's doing okay because I am a big Becca fan. Um, and um, yeah, I got nothing to say about Garrett. <laughs> Haley, do you think we'll see either of these two um, on a Bachelor franchise show in the future? Um, I could see us seeing Becca again. I, 
I am hoping we won't see Garrett again. I hope that he just sails off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then speaking of future Bachelor franchise, franchise shows, um, there have been some promo, official promo materials going around, a poster and um, a commercial for Claire's season. They are not acknowledging Tasha's season at all yet, at least in their promotional materials. But we have a premiere date. October 13th. It's a little later than I was expecting. Haley, how about you? I, yeah, I feel like because of the Tasha switch up, they're probably going a little later than uh, they maybe wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy about it. Look, it gives us something to watch in the fall. Bachelor, uh, Survivor's not going to be on. So I'm going to, I'm going to load up my Mondays and Tuesdays with Dancing with the Stars and Bachelorette. I'm looking forward to the season, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they do it. And I'm excited. Jordan, what did you make of the whole um, casting The Bachelorette, the rumors going around, and then the, the confirmation that Tisha is also The Bachelorette? Yeah, I saw it first on Reddit, and okay. somebody from this like anonymous account posted saying, hey, I have this information, and it's top secret. Um, but Tasha is coming in to replace Claire as the bachelorette. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And all these people were commenting and going crazy. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And I was just like, people are just so dumb. They just believe anything that an anonymous account will post. Um, but no, it turns out I am, I was the one who was <laughs> stupid. And um, that, that anonymous tip was true. And it happened. I, I was completely flabbergasted could not believe it um who knows there there have been lots of rumors about what's uh why it's happened um i'm sure we'll we'll see how it all unfolds um Mm -hmm. i do feel bad for claire that um there's been stuff out there saying oh claire was difficult and they pushed to replace her and all this stuff it's like why like that Nobody ever says that about like Peter or Colton during fil- t- filming yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're just going to immediately. Oh, okay. Yes. So we're just going to say Claire's difficult. And that's why she was replaced. Like, let's, let's maybe like wait and see like what yeah. actually happened and maybe get her side of the story. So um, I'm really excited to see Tasha. Uh, I'm a huge Tasha fan. Really enjoy her. I'm glad that they're getting some more representation um, within the franchise. Um, and I'm, really really curious to see how they edit this and put this together and if it's one season or if it's two seasons um either way i think it will be fun um and like Haley, i will be enjoying the dancing with the stars featuring carol baskin and uh and the bachelorette this fall a lot of Netflix representation over on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah, this season. That was the cast Wait, of the is, there, is there more? Because uh, all I saw was Carol Baskin. Uh, for Charlton Selling Sunset. Oh, and, and wasn't oh, okay. like a coach from the the show oh, Cheer good. too? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. uh, I can't remember her name now. I did love Cheer. I didn't watch Selling Sunset. Didn't watch Tiger King. I didn't think it was for me, so I didn't get into it. But I'm really did looking forward to. You know who's on this season of Dancing with the Stars? Nelly. Nelly's on it too. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow, Nelly and Carol Baskin in the same <laughs> bubble. What who would have thought? Yeah, I haven't really heard how they're doing their bubble. Have you guys heard? I have not. I have not. Okay. Because I know Jason's out there with Caitlin. Um and it didn't seem like he was like totally restricted from going places, but they're they're, they're like tested every day or something. So 
It's a little more of like a loose bubble. But um, yeah, that'll be interesting um, because that cast was announced today too. Um, I'm just looking through, um, flashing back to our draft. um, It's just really funny to see um, our choices for next season. Jordan, you were on top of it. You picked Raven as your number one choice. Um, I picked Whitney as my number one choice and Olivia as my second choice who I don't think we even saw a glimpse of her. It took me a minute to remember. <laughs> um, and then Haley, your number one choice was Danielle Maltby, which is a pretty strong choice. I was kind of surprised we didn't hear from we her. We didn't see this episode. her at all, did we? No. I forgot she was on this season. I totally forgot. We saw nothing from her. Do you think they make the choice of kind of how they'll edit based on who they can get to show up and Skype with Chris? Maybe. Because she was. A I'm sure strong. that. Yeah, she was. I'm sure. Sh- Sure, that's like a that's got to be a thing, right? So she must have declined, or um, yeah, I don't know. Or they just wasn't she was wasn't she dating Polly Calafiore for a bit? Maybe they just <laughs> don't have any association with them. Yeah, yes, that was, was like the Cara Maria thing. Polly <laughs> cheated on her on the like literally on the challenge. Oh yes, that's right. It was her. Okay, oh my gosh. jeez, poor Danielle. That's yeah. um. Let's see. So. Next season, going back, and Jordan, have you watched any of these other greatest of all times, or was this your first foray into this? Um, this was my first foray into it. Uh, as okay. soon as you you invited me on, I was like, okay, gonna have to fire up the uh, DVR <laughs> and record this and uh, give it a chance. And I was shocked to see that these are three hours. I thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, like people like. I, I I don't know what the ratings are like for all of these, but it, this was this was fine. It was it was good, but um, yeah, I think I, I would only go back and watch the ones uh, seasons that I thought were um, extremely entertaining. So this would definitely be one. Um, I, I'm assuming there was a Mesnick one if there mm-hmm. hasn't been one already. Yeah, um, I saw Juan Pablo's coming up. That makes sense based on Claire being the new Bachelorette. And then I'm just thinking Ali Fedotowski, Jake Pavelka. Those ones stand out to me. Yep, Jillian Allie. Harris. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing yeah. Jillian because they had Jillian show up um, on Jason's season. So I feel like when they ask them to come and talk and it's not when they're the lead, we think, okay, we're probably not going to get did their they season. Do a, did they do one with Jake Pavelka or no? No, they did Allie's season. So I think they're making oh, they they Jake Pavelka's season. I mean, he's, he's, I, I cannot stand the man, but yeah. that season was also a complete train wreck and deserves its own. Like I would, I would actually sit down and watch that live, that episode, the whole three hours. Yeah. Maybe we're going now with Juan Pablo coming up next. Maybe that is going to usher in like the train wreck seasons because they even had, they had Brad's two seasons into one episode. Um, Oh, wow. And they interviewed Brad and that was, I recommend that one. I think that was a good one to like catch up with Brad and see how Um, Brad looks good. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I I was going to say, I think. I don't know if I'm on an island on this because I this was like pre-social media, but I was I mean, I didn't watch his first season, but on his second season, I kind of like Brad Womack. Is that is that a is that a bad take? Should I not I, like Brad no, Womack? I so. Well, I, can, I came out of I didn't I didn't see either of those seasons, um, but I came out of it being like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. I liked him after the first season, like that that hour and I liked them even more after the second one it was just kind of uh, I think it was just a product of its time Um, I think us looking back at it now it's reasonable that the guy if he didn't want to propose to either of the women and he broke up with both of them that were like oh 
that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But only in like the Bachelor world would that be, be a bad thing. Did, did they show on the, the recap with Brad Womack, did they show him like talking to his counselor during his second season? <laughs> they mentioned him like going to therapy. Yeah, like, he, he, he had very, like, like a guy. Therapy. Yeah, yeah, he had a guy like during this season. That was like a huge thing because he was like, last time I didn't propose and like this time I have to. So I have a, a, a therapist. <laughs> here. And so like they would show him. Yeah. So like they showed him sitting down and talking to him. Um, no, I, I, I really enjoyed that era of The Bachelor, the pre-social media, mm-hmm. um, Instagram era. It was it was I don't know. It just seemed I mean, I was also more young and naive, but mm-hmm. it just seemed more quote-unquote real real, um, real and genuine then, and real right mm-hmm. <laughs> yes genuine genuine and real just like uh, madison pruitt I think yeah. That's her name. <laughs> yeah yeah i would definitely agree it's like each of these episodes kind of takes us back to the time if we were watching it live takes us back to that time um and then if we ha- we didn't watch it then it's like okay we can kind of like get a sense for that era and how the show has changed so it is kind of fun um this Nick episode has been after a two week break. So it's been, Haley, it's been a long time since we've caught up. Um, so it was kind of nice to just get back into having that Monday night tradition as well. Um, Chris always likes to say, like, kind of classify each of the bachelors. And so he calls um, Nick the most unlikely choice and the most controversial. Jordan, do you think that's apt or is it a little bit exaggerated? Uh, I think this is a case of Chris Harrison saying, this is the most dramatic season in Bachelor history. Like, like I think he's just trying to be hyperbolic as he always is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, maybe like Nick definitely was kind of an, un, a surprising choice. Like I remember being shocked when they announced Nick, especially because VIP was still airing. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't I, like the most controversial Bachelor. Like I think more people, again, not fully aware of everything going on at the time because it was pre-social media, but I, I think more people were upset that Brad Womack got to do it twice than Nick yeah. getting once. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick had already had like a bit of this redemption arc on Bachelor in Paradise when he was cast as the Bachelor for this season. Um, so, so I don't, I don't really think so. Like, I don't think I think people were upset about the Corinne stuff throughout the season, um, but other than that, like, I don't, I can't really recall because this wasn't that long ago i can't right. recall people like that upset like I, I even feel like people were more upset about colton than, than Nick. <laughs> we definitely were wrong. Haley and i were yeah <laughs> we were yeah. super annoyed um but who who else was in the running for that was it luke luke p i think it was yeah it was luke um was it luke, p? luke pell yeah yeah luke yeah luke pell <sighs> Didn't they talk to Ben Z as well? Maybe oh, or that yeah, was yeah. wishful thinking. Like I feel like mm. that was kind of. I think Luke at the time. I remember thinking, oh, it'll be Luke because that. Yeah, hadn't hadn't JoJo season just aired before mm-hmm. that? It must have. Yeah, that was JoJo season. He seemed like the guy. There was that big, huge surprise where after hometowns, like he got sent home. He was kind of in that like you know fallen angel zone. If, if we were to put <laughs> right. it in like Survivor. He goes out at four. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Nick was a much better choice. I mm-hmm. think they weren't happy with Luke. Uh, I, I've since read stuff that Reality Steve has said about Luke Pell 
Mm -hmm. I'm not being the most authentic individual. (laughs) Um, So I I think that that's probably why they won't think. And I think they made the right choice. It was a great season. Um, So um, yeah, Nick definitely has like, I don't know how the two of you feel about Nick, but for me, like there's, he's definitely, um, he, he is a little bit controversial. Like I would say now, um, just about how people feel about him, but, um, not like in comparison to who has recently been the bachelor, um, give me Nick all day. He was much better than Peter and he was much better than Colton as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, Haley, I think we have to agree. We were fans of him before we weren't even like against this choice at all yeah we like nick i like nick um i I, again enjoy watching him again last night i just find him very insightful and i can understand why people might not like um his style which is very much kind of feeding into i know that this is a tv show um but i like that i like that he tried to make it entertaining for us um I just like the guy. I really, I just cannot help it. We watched Caitlyn's season and I couldn't help really like him in that too. I just, I like the dude. I remember I, I hated Luke. I really didn't want him to be chosen. So I was ecstatic about Nick. And I think we were like, I, I think we were really thrown off by the choice, but we were excited about it. Yeah. And um, so they kind of delve into, they show, um, they recap like they always do at the beginning of a bachelor season, just, you know, the story beforehand. So he had his um, heartbreak with Andy, then with Caitlin. And then they even showed the clip from BIP with Jen. And the line kind of stood out to me where he said, something is telling me I need to say goodbye to you. And it's just like, hmm, could that something be the producer saying <laughs> this open slot here? I had that same thought too. I was like, yeah, I think we know what. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, wait, was that really a big heartbreak? Because he was, he wasn't on the, you know, dumping end of it. Like he was doing the breakup. So because they showed, I kind of forgotten how that one ended. That, you know, she wanted to continue on. So they showed that, and then um, they had a like a a booth where people could come up and air their grievances with the bachelor on the street. At first, I, I don't remember intru- that. At yeah, all. I didn't remember that at all. Did you remember that, Jordan? Um, this was like in Hollywood, wasn't it? Yeah. At first, oh, I was no. like, "Is like, it in I Chicago?" But I, then I, it looked like it was in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I, and sorry, I to be uh, completely upfront, like I, I skipped the very beginning of this three-hour um, episode <laughs> just because I was trying to save time. Yeah. Um, but um, no, I, I do vaguely remember that in the preseason. Um. But I, I don't I don't know if it was even on the show or if it was on like Entertainment Tonight or something like that. Yeah, I think was it was this on back like in the era. Preview. Were they doing like a pre preview shows? You know how they like tried out like different types of shows or like live countdowns. I don't remember what they did around Nick's season, but yeah, I I, I can't. I think they might have done yeah like a a pre night one episode if I remember correctly or this was like there was like a red carpet like lead up to the premiere something like that i can't fully remember but i do vaguely remember this um segment that you're referring to so yeah apparently a lot of people hated him Haley, they just walked right up to him and were like i am not a fan (laughs) i don't think you're gonna do a good job can you imagine like walking up to somebody and saying that like do you think they were paid to do that (laughs) 
Uh, personally, uh, I think I wouldn't be shocked if they did because I completely agree. Like it's as somebody who's, I mean, to a much lesser extent been involved in a similar type of world to Nick, um, who has also gotten lots of, uh, hateful comments on, on social media and online in general. Um, there have been several times, well, you know, quite a few times where I've been in the presence of people who, um, probably have said those sorts of things to me online, but never in person would say that. Usually people say the opposite um, just because it's because uh, you're a person. People don't, people just don't do that. But I don't know, maybe they just, maybe there's a lot of people around that day and they just found someone willing to say that. I'm not sure. But personally, I, I feel like they would have just paid somebody to say that or <laughs> had some sort of agreement because that's, that's like, uh, I don't know. That's that's no fun. Yeah. To do that. Like, come on. I don't know. And then we got to see some of the intros from the limo, and I didn't remember that Taylor basically like insulted him as one of the first people. I don't know if she was the first, but in this episode they showed her as the first person coming out of the limo and just saying, like, yeah, my friend said you're a piece of shit. And he's just kinda like, Okay. <laughs> oh, but I don't believe them. So Haley, how do you rate that as an opening line? horrific <laughs> truly bad <laughs> i just don't get why you'd say something to that like someone bad to someone like i just it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me like to to, to start your relationship off by like cutting somebody down and it doesn't matter if you don't think that you're saying like my friends think you're awful mm-hmm. like, i'd make you know what i mean because it's like can't right off the bat you're eliminating that person from seeing themselves in your life if all of your friends hate them mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like okay prove them wrong kind of thing um corinne i didn't remember either she had a bag of tokens so she gave him one token for a hug at the beginning but then she just gave him a hug anyway um i, I just didn't associate that with corinne that she had like free hug tokens <laughs> but that's what she had and then of course alexis with the shark slash dolphin suit um so that was our first check-in with chris jordan were you really excited to hear from alexis was she one of the ones that would have been on your list to catch up with completely forgot about alexis <laughs> um i actually thought this segment was good uh um, cause at first I was like, really, like, really, we're going to give her a segment. Um, but no, she seemed, she seemed fun and, um, it gave them an excuse to put her back on the show because it's unlikely that will ever happen again. So, um, yeah, I, I was down with it and I, I, I completely forgot about the clearly shark costume that she was trying to pass off as a dolphin, the Katy Perry shark costume from the Super Bowl. Like that was the exact same one. So I don't know. obviously she has to be um you know playing into that but um yeah no i i I thought it was good yeah um i'm just noticing that on our draft we each had like hashtags and yours was jordan team little mermaid so i think we had like really more in-depth bios back then i think a lot of people said that they liked little mermaid and mine was team dolphin but i did not have alexis on my team so i don't know (laughs) if everyone was just saying that they love dolphins but um and then Haley, you had team pope do you remember what that was about (laughs) (laughs) oh oh. (laughs) Oh, did you have did you have uh 
Did you have Christen on your team, Haley? Maybe that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. That seems like so little to go on, though. Yeah. I don't know if they all wanted to meet the Pope. They all like scandal and they like the Livia Pope. I don't know. (laughs) It may be. Oh, that might have been it. Hmm. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, so yeah, because you don't have Christen on your team. We did not get a check in with Christen. Uh, we saw her a little no. bit, but you know what? They didn't really delve into like when I think back on this season, like the things that stand out to me. I don't know what this says about me, but it's like okay, Christen was the virgin. Um, Raven never had an orgasm. Liz showed up. They had hooked up, and he didn't remember her at first, and they didn't show any of that. <laughs> so, yeah, they didn't show. You're right. They didn't show Liz at yeah. all. They erased her. Yeah, I was Jaden Tanner's wedding. That was like the first month of the season. Yeah, I feel like that was like a dramatic point <laughs> that they yeah, yeah. might won. So it's kind of curious what they choose to leave out and what they um, choose to focus on. Um, so like we said, Danielle M, they barely showed her. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that really kind of surprised me. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. I guess some of them like, Kristen, we didn't really, Kristen didn't get to know too much until VIP. Whitney, obviously, like, we barely got to know her in VIP and not, definitely not on this season. Jamie was on VIP, but not, like, a big factor in this season. But Angela, too, Angela was on this season, who was a big character in VIP um, in the last one. But I think she was a night one boot on Nick's season. So it's just kind of interesting to not, um, that they all came from here, but weren't really players on next season wasn't uh wasn't astrid on this season too oh yeah astrid yes. as well yes. yeah she went early well. though right so it's just crazy that there's so many that have gone on to better things <laughs> um and then we have uh the group date that they show and again this one didn't stand out to me as much until we revisited it the group date i remember is the one where they went to like that heartbreak museum and again, that kind of tied into the whole Liz storyline where she like talked about, I think she like confronted him about their hookup. So and like, wasn't his engagement ring to Caitlin in that? Yeah, something like that. So I don't know if they're just like trying to give like Nick a better edit or just like if he said like, hey, like, I don't want that in there or if it just didn't really because she didn't last so very long in the season, they didn't um, carry it through. But they showed the wedding photo shoot date and it, Haley, do you remember the photographer's name? He's kind of showed up at a few different things and it's kind of like a secondary character in some of these seasons. No, and I will not learn it. <laughs> I don't know either. Do not sign me up for learning that name. <laughs> um, but these dates are always kind of fun. And I thought this was maybe one of the better um, formats for it to have everyone be a different bride. Uh, Jordan, what did you think of revisiting this date? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a great date. I um, it was very memorable because when I first thought about okay, we're going to watch next season again. What's what's what are they going to show? I thought okay, they're going to show the um, this date by the pool because I remember the scene with Corinne, mm. uh, and they'll show Finland. Those were like a couple of the things that they'll show Nick going to Rachel's church. Like those are those are well, moments that really stood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all kind of like just stood out to me and yeah sure enough that's that's what they ended up showing but um yeah no i i thought it was a good date i I think it was i do remember watching this at the time and uh just feeling very awkward just about the whole corinne situation and how nick handled 
that, like I, I really like that was, and in hindsight, that's just really a bad look, um, in my opinion for him. But that's, this is really the only point of the episode where I was like, eh, Nick, I don't know, man, this is, this doesn't look so great for you, but, um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, the, the concept and idea of the date, um, was interesting and cool. And it was nice seeing, um, you know, the different themes that they had going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haley, how about you? What did you think? Um, I don't know. Like I felt, uh, I, maybe it's cause I heard him talk about this wedding date on a podcast mm. and how like uncomfortable he was about it. Mm. Like just recently he was on bachelor party and he was like, I hated this one. It mm. made me feel weird and bad. And I don't know. Mm. I, and, and even like Corinne was kind of like, I, I don't totally like, I wish I would have done things differently. I was really excited to talk to Corinne. I'm glad glad we talked to Corinne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to see a lot of Corinne. Um, so they kind of showed, the, you know, this date. There was one girl on the date where like her whole costume was like just leaves and no top. Yeah, that was that, that was bad as well. Yeah. That was I remember bad. like the costume, but I do not remember that woman at all. Like I, right. I could have sworn that this was the first time I had seen her in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um was interesting um and then they had put taylor in like the princess dress and so it had kind of started the rivalry i guess with taylor and corinne on the state because everyone was kind of jealous of taylor that she had like was kissing him when they were taking the picture but then um corinne took it up a notch in the pool um taking her top off and and all the women were watching and it going on so I don't know. I, I like kind of just forgotten about this moment. So, um, but there's a lot of different things with Corinne and we got to see Corinne and Taylor's whole thing. We talked to both of them. So I remember us really being on the side of Corinne really on the season, Haley, um, with that, the whole Taylor kind of talking down to her, talking about her, um, being not emotionally intelligent and i've come to really like taylor since then from her social media presence but um we did get to talk to both of them and Haley, what were your thoughts on the two segments with them yeah i agree with you i think a lot of what taylor says now is really important and stuff we should be listening to um but what we saw last night didn't really change my mind about mm-hmm. how we felt about her in that moment um I think Corinne was really young, but I think Taylor was really young too. Um, And I think Taylor has learned and grown uh, through this and from this. Uh, But just, yeah, of course, this is an edited product, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like the way she treated Corinne was like not fun and cool. Um, And she definitely talked down to her and thought she um, was dumb and couldn't hold her own because of you know she was aloof and she had a nanny etc cetera, etc cetera. and like yeah like those are all fun hilarious things and i think corinne really played them up but i think we liked corinne um they were trying to play her as the villain but it seemed like a lot of the women actually really liked corinne and i think that's a that's a good baseline for us is like do most of the other women like this person then that's a good sign um I just well her and her and Taylor just did not get along and I hope they're I hope they, they uh I hope they're both well. Yeah, Jordan, I didn't really remember that Taylor had gone to Nick too and was really kind of like pinning things on Corinne. So then I think it was like she was really shocked in the two on one that um he chose Corinne. 
and rather than paler but um we i think talked a lot when we were covering this season too that nick does seem to know like what makes better tv and i've heard nick talk since that he was like i'm i knew as soon as she said she had a nanny that i had to go to hometowns <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah just uh I, I think this is a case where like you said i think he we, we, you discussed earlier like yeah he's aware of um being on t- be, the fact that it's a show he's he's very self-aware in that sense um and even though you know nick had been a veteran of the show he was not he still i think was authentic which was great but he was able to uh, maybe keep some people around longer or do some subtle things to make the actual show better. So I respect that for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I think he's even, you know, talked about how he knew that it was Vanessa from very early on. Um, but that he also, you know, really liked Rachel and I don't know if he's really taken a little bit of credit. Haley, do you recall like kind of that? Like, yeah. She was a bachelorette because yeah. of him, which I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We don't love that narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I brought her along so that I know and like knew that she would be good for it and I wanted them to do it. <laughs> um but let's see, who else did we hear from? How uncomfortable was Chris Harrison talking to Taylor about her, you know, new sexual openness and pursuing <laughs> like it was really cool that she was like good with talking about it but i feel like chris didn't really delve into it i thought there was a lot of conversations on this episode that i don't think i would have expected um one of them was having taisha and natasha come on and talk Mm. about how important rachel was to them Mm -hmm. um and that makes me sad that i feel like because we got that conversation we're not getting a rachel season uh, or review appearance yeah 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 so um that would have been lovely but, um, yeah, Taylor talking about um, polyamory and her vibrator was something that I don't think Chris really expected. Mm-hmm. And I think that people watching The Bachelor should be more open about these relationships and like different kinds of relationships and like having bisexual women and men and bisexual non-binary people on the show. I think that's really interesting. Um, and I, I find that bisexuality can kind of be a trope on the show that is like, Oh, will Jamie leave this person for a woman if she comes in? And it's like, if she does great, mm-hmm. the women are better anyway. <laughs> but um, I, you know what kudos to taylor for talking about her vibrator on primetime television <laughs> right yeah kudos it's not for the path making i would go down chris harrison uncomfortable I'm, yeah yeah it was worth it for that alone mm-hmm. um yeah she basically was like you know what i don't in not so many words it was like yeah this format is not for me like monogamy I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> like, so uh, I don't know if Taylor is signing up to be back on. And I, I forgot that like she got engaged on the show, like um, on BIP. Oh yeah, like, I forgot about Derek, that too. Like, yeah, she's Derek. moved on. Yeah, learning um, onto bigger and better things. So then we have. Um, let's dive into the the segment about Rachel. We got a lot with Rachel, like not with her there, but her 
portion of the show, going back to her getting the first impression rose, um, going on her family visit, and some of the race conversations that she had with Nick. Um, some of those didn't age too well. Haley, what do you think? Like him, uh, like, I, I don't see color kind of thing. If you get some of those yeah, comments. that's not like our favorite line, that's for sure. Um, but I... God, Rachel is, was so good on this season. What <laughs> a breath of fresh air this woman was. She just was... Like, she just sparkled the whole time. And it, so it made me even more annoyed to think that Nick was like, yeah, like... I I picked Rachel because of this. And it's like, no, Rachel showed the world like how cool she is, how fun she is, how smart she is. Oh, like what a what a gem. I love mm-hmm. her. She's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and then do you think that they asked Rachel to be on and she declined? And that's how they had the Tasha Natasha segment? I can't imagine they didn't ask her, right? Yeah, that's what I, I mean. She's been very critical of the show lately, fairly so, rightfully so. Um, so I don't know if they did I or didn't. Like, them, I don't know if they did, I, but I could see them being scared yeah. to ask her out of fear that she would say something against the franchise. How dare <laughs> right. she? Um, right? So. Um, I, I do wonder if perhaps they just chose not to even ask Rachel, mm-hmm. um, well, which she's is kind of really a shame. Yeah, but I think she's even kind of said things like, until they do these things to show that they're committed to diversity, like she doesn't want to be involved. So maybe she's kind of like yeah. put that forward too. And then one thing that was strange is that, you know, these were all filmed obviously before Chris went off to quarantine and film Claire's season so having Tasha there but there's like no acknowledgement like and I think like no awareness at that point right that she was going to be the bachelorette so I guess it was <laughs> good that she was included in some some way here and maybe it shows that I don't know if we're going to get Colton's season recap I don't think we need it but um yeah they had Tasha from Colton season and Natasha from Peter's season talking about what Rachel meant to them and I think it was Natasha and then Tasha agreed that they, you know, if she hadn't been the bachelorette, um, they probably wouldn't have come on. Natasha talked about how she didn't watch the show, you know, doesn't watch shows that don't have representation. So um, I thought that was interesting that they had the segment and really good that they had the segment. Um, Haley, any more to say about this segment? Um, I, it makes me wonder if, if this was filmed before Tasha was selected to be the second bachelorette i think so because there was just like no do you think so i i i i think so for sure like they you can she i the question it would be so much harder to hide something like that i think it just it seemed like and i feel like they were doing this several months ago right like i feel like they could have just Mm -hmm. done all of these like pretty quickly um, Chris Harrison's son, um, like, had filming. you know had a strict schedule. Like, he couldn't just. I think he's in college now, so he couldn't be doing it. <laughs> yeah, like, he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I. Yeah, she probably she probably didn't know, but what a pleasant surprise! Yeah, at least they had her on speed dial. <laughs> They're like, we know she's around, and you know they might have even had like more of a catch up with her if they did do another. If they are doing Colton season, they might be like, oh, are you single? Like, what's going on? So 
it'll be interesting to see like what other upcoming shows they do have. Um, I, I've, I, I don't know if this is correct, but I feel like I've heard that next week is the last one. Oh, really? Okay. I, I, I don't quote me on that, but I feel like they're not doing many more than that. Yeah. It's been so sporadic with like the two weeks off and then, but then what, are they going to fill the time? <laughs> they're not going to have any bachelor stuff to fill in time. Um, well, doesn't Dancing with the Stars start true. soon? When does well, that I guess like if they didn't anticipate like a delay, like if they were thinking they'd be back in September, then yeah, why would they have more after next week? And uh, Dancing with the Stars starts September 14th. So wow. it would work out if they did um, the Juan Pablo segment uh on the seventh and then, and then be done. start uh dancing on the fourteenth. Yeah, then they're done right. and then uh October thirteenth, I believe, is the premiere right. of Claire season. So right. yeah. So that'll be interesting. We're ending on Juan Pablo to get us all excited for Claire's season. It's just kind of funny like that wouldn't be the normal one they'd probably want to end on since it doesn't look too good. Um, they, he was kind of the punchline for the longest time for Chris Harrison on the, the Bachelor Choice, but you know it led us to Claire. So, end on that note. Um, let's see. We also have um, Raven and Vanessa, the two finalists, and they really didn't get into the, either of these two until the very end, which seems like Haley lately what they've been doing with these. Like, I feel like Sean's season they kind of introduced like more of an arc and followed it along a little bit of like who the standouts were from night one um but really kind of focused on like the different characters from earlier in the season and then um it was like oh yeah raven and um vanessa after um seeing all the uh rachel portion and so we get to catch up with raven uh, I was kind of surprised they didn't show her really meeting his family. They didn't show a lot of Nick's family and they've been kind of like characters on the show for a while. So that could have been a request from Nick as well. If he had any, like, you know, since he is so like friendly with producers and kind of, I can see him like saying like, Hey, like, I don't know if I'd like this to be shown or like, I don't want my family looped yeah. in again or something. But um, we did catch up with Raven. Her wedding has been postponed three times. Can you relate at all? <laughs> um, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting. That's for sure. Interesting time to be engaged. Um, did Jordan, were you on the edge of your seat wondering if they would actually get married with Chris Harrison standing by right then and there? <laughs> Adam and Raven. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah one of the no, cliffhangers. Uh... <laughs> That was the. I will say, uh, Chris Harrison saying, "Oh, look, your parents are right here." That was that was pretty good, uh, pretty good response um, to Adam there. But um, yeah, I completely forgot that the two of them were a thing. Um, I just hadn't thought about Raven in so long, but uh, it seems like they're happy, so good for them. And hopefully, they can get married sooner rather than later. Yeah, with Raven being such a big character on. Next season, and I feel like really a hot commodity in VIP. Her relationship with Adam, it just feels like it's never really one of the ones that like is mentioned as like it's not up there with um Evan and Carly, Jaden Tanner, even though it is a VIP success story. Haley, why do you think that is? is it, I don't know. We don't know who Adam is. Think, 
that and like they didn't get engaged on the show that's true that's their no that's the big no-no you have to like make it official with like the camera crew there that has to be it um let's see we have vanessa this really took me back to just like i really love nick and vanessa together and it made me kind of sad like she's now engaged very recently um so proving that this was filmed you know prior because she didn't like announce it there but she like since that filming um has gotten engaged but i just thought like they look so good together they seemed really good together and i know like i was one of the people i was like i think this one's gonna last like i think nick's really serious about this (laughs) yeah i was really disappointed i knew when they broke up i like her i like him i like them together um you know nick has been talking and actually there's an episode on his patreon of them talking and having a conversation having it out and you know um and they're both very adamant that they they really tried to make it work and it just didn't and you know they're they didn't talk for a long time but now they're cool so i'm i'm happy that they've they've reached that place where they can you know be happy for each other mm-hmm yeah. But I really like them together. Like I was still like disappointed when I was like watching it, knowing that they don't end up together. I'm like, oh darn it! Like I like this. I know, I know. It's like she just was kind of like that quintessential. Like just seemed like perfect casting for him. Um, she was like the special ed teacher. She was from Quebec, and she seemed to like handle it really well. But she was like kind of like above the process, or not like not a big fan of the show, which I think always plays well for the lead. And then um, I had forgotten Jordan that like, since it was so obvious really that he was going to pick Vanessa, I feel like towards the end that there was kind of this like doubt about like, will she break his heart? Is she like not ready to like accept a proposal kind of thing? And they showed that a little bit. And I totally forgotten that that had been like kind of an element that they were trying to push forward that she was maybe like, distancing herself a little bit did you recall that yeah no i i definitely forgot about that as well i think this is this was i think personally watching it um back that this was just a classic case of producer manipulation in terms of the questions that they ask vanessa and her itms before so that way they can play that quota of her or whatever she was saying yeah i'm not sure if like he's ready um but like then you see her when she's speaking to nick like you know when they're at that final encounter um and it's just so obvious that yes she's ready to say yes to a proposal so um i i don't think it was ever in doubt i think she was always willing and able to say yes um because of that connection they had and i completely agree with what the two of you said i think it was um a beautiful thing to see like it's i I can't recall seeing nick like crying on the show Mm. too many times Right. And seeing him um, show that affection for Vanessa, I thought that was um, that was nice to see. It was it it was it was pretty cool um, because we don't often see that side of Nick. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the segment. It is too bad it didn't work out. Um, Haley, I do have a question for you since you have access to this um, special Patreon for my. I wish I did. No, I just know about it. I haven't heard it. Oh, never mind then. I was going to say, so then I'll change 
answers the question. Okay. From my perspective, and I can throw this to both of you, but from my perspective, the reason, the main reason it didn't work out, and this is just because of what we saw on the show, but the main reason it didn't work out was because Nick wanted to live in Los Angeles or somewhere in the United States, and Vanessa did not want to leave her job and her family in Montreal. Is mm-hmm. that is that something that the two of you agree with? Because I feel like it may, if Nick, like she did live in the U.S., but I feel like I don't think she was happy about it. Like I wonder mm-hmm. if Nick would have gone to Montreal and been, like I don't know, like Nick when he was t- talking, he was saying like, well, you know, I'm proud to be an American and, you know, I don't, I don't want to move. Like, I, I mean, I'm biased as a Canadian, yeah. but I don't think Nick knows how good it is in a place <laughs> like Montreal. Like, I think he thinks yeah. it's like the middle of nowhere and there's no people. So uh, going back to the question, do you think that the difference, uh, the unwillingness to leave their respective homes is the reason why they broke up? Uh, Haley, I'll throw it to you first. I think that's definitely part of it. I mean, I th- I think that's clear because she's back in Montreal now. She kind of she like as soon as they broke up, that's where she went, and she's stayed there since. Um, and I was surprised to see that little clip. I had totally forgotten that Nick was very dismissive of moving to Canada yeah. Canada at all. When I I feel like a lot of the opportunities he thinks he's had in. LA I think <laughs> those could have they could have happened in Toronto or Montreal 100 percent 100% like it, it's I mean yeah, like Montreal is not like and okay am I biased towards my country of course I am I, I'm, a, I, I'm I'm biased towards I your country uh, <laughs> I can't cross the border <laughs> but, but um I, I do think for a lot of people there is this perception that, okay, when you go to Canada, uh, it's like small town, there's no people, there are igloos, and there are polar bears. <laughs> and yes, there are many places in Canada that are like that. But Montreal is a very large city. Like if you're going to go live in Canada, it's probably one of the, in Nick's situation, it's probably mm-hmm. one of, yeah, top two or three cities that you would want to live in. Yeah, um, and, it, so, and it's like the weather is a factor. I don't think Montreal winters are much worse than Chicago or Wisconsin winters. No, 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 not at all. So I that yeah, just just I I really don't get it. Like I wonder did he try? Like was he so adamant on not living there that he didn't even stay there for an extended period of time? Like I I just thought he would have realized that, and he. It, and uh, you, he can't have the oh well I want to be near my family excuse because right. isn't his 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 family is not in Los Angeles and that's where he was right so yeah. um, I think it might be kind of yeah. that L A draw you know like didn't we even but see that kind of with like Chris Souls like he didn't stay in L A but he did the Dancing with the Stars and so did Nick Vial and then I know that um, Sean Lowe has talked about like how he regrets doing it because it just takes so much time and it's like right after you're engaged and you're trying to like build your relationship and then you're like isolating like the person you're engaged to is like all alone and um, you're getting yeah, all this attention. It's, it's so I think good. he fell in love with the LA thing. And, and the was- thing with Nick is like, I, I've, I've got to say this too and sorry to cut you off Amy, but no. like he, he was a, like a, a veteran of this franchise. Right. So yeah. if he of anybody should have known like the spotlight is not going to 
stay on you forever. No matter how hard you try, it's going to fizzle out. You're not going to become an actor or whatever it is that he was trying to do. Like, I, I, But he was a guest star on some show that's been canceled now. Yeah, and like, he, had, he was in two Lifetime movies. Oh, really? I think. Wow, really? Whoa. Well, okay, that's, that's, a lot that's of those film in Canada, you. though. So, yeah, exactly. Let me look. Hmm. Let me look. Nick Vial, I am DP. This might be our okay, off-season so podcast. There you go. But like, I, I'm actually surprised that you said that, Haley. Like, I would have guessed that he's done nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I, I'll give him that. But still, it's just like I feel like a lot of it's hard. For, I, I will say it's hard for a lot of people when you get sucked into that reality TV bubble because you go from having complete anonymity to having people, you know, pay attention to you and make you feel important. And a lot of people have a hard time letting go of that and recognizing that that's not going to last forever. And I, I don't know. I feel like maybe Nick feels because it felt because he was the bachelor. It could, it could last forever, but. Um, I don't know. Like he's got a podcast now, but so does everybody else. So I don't. He was in a TV movie called A Christmas Cruise, in which he played Bob, the hotel cruise manager. Amazing. I'm guessing that's not the main <laughs> character. He was in 15 episodes of a show called The Coop, where he played Ryan. Mm. Um. Yeah, and I just think about. Astrid, who's with Kevin, and she moved to Canada. It seems like she's thriving here, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he missed his chance. Now he can't go there. So he missed his his chance. Yeah, Yeah. like I just, I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm, I I think, yeah, Astrid, Astrid is a great example. Haley, like she's made it work. I think they just they went from Toronto. I I thought I saw they just moved again. I think they went to somewhere like more in the suburbs or maybe like a smaller area or something like that. But I think um, let me look. Let me look at that too. Continue talking. I'm going to do some more like googling. (laughs) I mean, we should know this. Uh, We this is our people in our country. Um, But um, yeah, no, I, I I just think like there's a difference for those of you listening. Um, there is a difference between Montreal, Toronto, and uh, places like Moose Jaw in Canada. <laughs> like Moose Jaw is maybe, and even Moose Jaw is not as you know, probably <laughs> as bad as people are thinking. But it's you know, it, Nick was treating it as if that's where he was going to be living. And just, I mean, that Vancouver was has like a whole film industry and TV industry oh, there. Like Vancouver, Vancouver does for sure. I. I feel like Vanessa probably she wouldn't probably have, I mean, there, for her. No, no, Vancouver and, and yeah, Vancouver and LA. I mean, that's pretty much the same distance in terms of travel for Vanessa. So that probably didn't appeal to her um, as much, but um, yeah, this is just a shame. If, if Canada was the reason why it didn't work, it, it, it really is a shame. Yeah. And we did get a check-in with Nick. Um, I don't think he promoted his podcast on there. I don't know if he was allowed to or not. But um, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he did. Um, He just says he's like dating. He's still single. um, Doesn't regret doing the show at all. And, you know, these surprises from Chris Harrison have really gone downhill since he announced 
for Caitlin that she was going to be on Dancing with the Stars. I think that set up a lot of expectations for people. Um, but he did have a surprise that was going to knock Nick's socks off. And it was <laughs> dun, dun, <laughs> a canvas that was not even as well painted as something that Clint could do. <laughs> of, I was more impressed with the Chris Harrison riding the, what was it, a turtle or something, a unicorn on a Caitlin season <laughs> that he gifted Caitlin. But um, yeah, he has a canvas that they commissioned for um, a picture of Chris Harrison mainly. And then Nick was in the background. Was this a re-gift? Or was this really commissioned? <laughs> it can't not be commissioned, right? I don't know. A lot of focus on Chris Harrison there. And then when they showed the scene at the end where they were like recapping like Nick's sequence and Chris was nowhere in sight. So I was like, why yeah. is Chris in the front, in the foreground of this picture? But yeah, I guess Nick really likes painting. That's something he does on his Instagram. So maybe it was a, a an apt uh, gift for him. But yeah, not quite as like... You know, if Chris could have said, you have an acting role on this soap opera, that might have been more exciting. But nope, just uh, what did he have? He had for Caitlin, for Jojo and Jordan, he had a cake that was like waiting for them or something. So that was about it in terms of like big announcements. And yeah, anything else that you guys want to share about Nick's season or things that you were surprised they did, didn't show or people they didn't show? Oh, we forgot about um, Christina. I forgot about Christina. Oh, yeah. No, um, Christina I'm, I'm glad we got to see Christina. I hope she's doing. I hope she's doing well. Yeah. I mean, she got her invite from PIP. So I don't know if that says that you're doing well or not. If uh, Christina yeah. still wants you to be on the show. <laughs> but like, hey, maybe we'll see you in Mexico next summer. I'm just like excited that that might that could happen <laughs> in a world where like we can travel again. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Then, yeah, she talked about how she's maybe like she wants to travel back to Russia. We saw like her really emotional story told again. So just a reminder of all like the really amazing cast that he had. So I guess they couldn't fit everything in. But yeah, Nick's season had a lot going on for it. And Nick is still, you know, one of the ones that we think back on fondly. And maybe he'll show up in a future franchise he says no but you know never say never never when there's a paycheck involved exactly uh i mean if he if he's playing bob the sailor guy in um (laughs) lifetime christmas movies i feel like he's too good for the show now yeah (laughs) yeah that's like oh yeah (laughs) not gonna show up on his imdb anymore it's like uh, he's just moved on to better things so yeah i'm excited for um, Juan Pablo next week then we'll get a little bit of a hiatus until Claire's season um, oh and then I saw that they announced or I don't know if it's announced but I've heard that they've secured a resort for Matt James's season and it's not like a tropical location Haley did you see anything about this I did not tell me everything so it's like called Nima Collin, and it's on the East Coast. Nima Collin Woodlands Resort in Pennsylvania. Beautiful. And I think it, oh, a four season playground nestled within 2,000 acres. And I think some season went there for like, was it maybe Andy's season or something? Mm. Pennsylvania. Nima Collin Bachelor. But I'm, 
to me, that's kind of a surprising choice to like have like a more woodland setting. Yeah, I kind of just assume they just stay at La Quinta. Yeah. So interesting, but you know, they might have <laughs> not be able to give them another month of it. So yeah. Matt James upcoming season expected to take place at Nemacon Woodlands Resort in Pennsylvania. So could be not true, but you know, that's what's up there. All right, Jordan, um, what have you been up to? Is there anything that you want to promote or is it just your retirement and for people to leave you alone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so like, I, I, was funny. I've, I've, I feel like, yeah, I've become like uh, a cranky old man. Like uh, that's the persona I've taken upon myself. <laughs> I I'm think retired. last time you I wanted people, people to, to follow alone. your dad, is that, is that, am I remembering um, that right? Yeah, maybe that's what I did. I think, yeah, this time, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm off of social media these days. And I guess, uh, so here's what I'll promote today. Okay. Take a break from social media. That's what I'm going to promote to all, people listening. Just try it. I know it's kind of hard because you need to see, um, you know, what painting Nick has uploaded on his Instagram <laughs> or, uh, you know, all <laughs> what uh i'm trying to think who is on what madison pruitt is doing to make her so genuine and real on her instagram but i i do think it's it's really i mean not for everybody but for some people it can be really helpful and beneficial and i know for myself it's just uh uh it's been very freeing um in a way so um yeah give it a try especially during just to unplug like for a couple days or week whatever it is just to get away from uh the hysteria uh, of what's what's out there on the internet these days. I mean, you know, I, you know, I don't want you to ignore everything. And obviously, you know, we stand up for um, human rights and social justice issues, but um, there are also some things that I think um, just get blown way out of proportion. Mm -hmm. um, and also too, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I followed on Instagram. I was following so many of these bachelor people and I'm just so tired of seeing you know, flat tummy tea and, um, selfies and, and just stuff like that. And I was just like, why am I wasting my time with this? So, um, yeah, so that's all I'm here to promote. It's my, uh, sitting on my, in my old man corner, um, <laughs> take a break from, take a break from social media. Uh, in terms of what I'm up to these days, uh, I just had summer vacation. I am a teacher. It was very nice. And I'm, uh, getting ready to, uh, jump back into it, uh, hopefully safely. Mm -hmm. uh this fall we'll see what happens and uh yeah just gonna put my head down try my best cross my fingers and see what happens but yeah just stay safe everybody and uh, um yeah if you to my fellow teachers and parents and other people with you know children going to school maybe there are children listening to this podcast who knows i wish you i wish you luck uh, with, with this, uh, upcoming school year, cause it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were all checking in before we hit record, but just kind of saying that, like, just like getting through the days and, you know, taking one day at a time is like, you're doing good, <laughs> you know, like it's a weird yeah. time to be like asking people like, Hey, how's it going? How, how have you been? You know, cause everyone is going through, um, this global crisis that we're in in different ways um, and different countries are handling it differently. But um, yeah, definitely thinking about you, Jordan, as you're and all the teachers out there um, as they're gearing up in different ways online or in person. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. It'll be uh, a year, um, a year that I won't forget. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Haley, how about you? Uh, unlike Jordan, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at a strong underscore. <laughs> After your break from social media, the first thing you should do is check out Haley's feed. Yes. Honestly, you know what you, you could do mm-hmm. is unfollow everyone or just have like a demi account that you're logged into and you only follow me because it's mostly just like my cat what i'm eating for dinner content nice there you go a nice sunset Mm -hmm. nice beach pick yeah 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 canada has beaches (laughs) (laughs) believe it or not all the canadian content you can see like what you're missing (laughs) if you fall in love with someone over there you should move there (laughs) yeah um, yeah are you doing any other podcasts Haley? we've talked about i'm just still behind on bachelor australia but um, jordan that was something that we we watched the premiere and did a podcast with shannon gates shannon gus about Hi. because um it was a survivor australian australian survivor contestant is the lead in australia for the what? bachelor yeah so oh, that was like wow. exciting even though i haven't seen somebody it. from away from which which season of survivor australia uh, it's it's Lockie. Lockie. So Lockie. I don't All-Stars think I and Lock- some other season, obviously. Uh, okay. I only know uh I just watched season one and then um the contenders versus mm. champions one. The one that Russell was on. Okay. I watched I watched until Russell got voted out, which was <laughs> which was great. I, I I I really loved that. Um but um no, I'll, I'll have to uh I'll have to check it out. Yeah, so um, I hope to catch up, Haley, and we can hopefully get like a mid-season check-in on that, because mm-hmm. otherwise we don't have much coming up until uh, Bachelorette and the Juan Pablo one next week. Yeah, um, so, you're still um, doing your Top uh, Chef podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this weekend we're talking about um, the Barefoot Contessa. Ooh, all right, nice. Uh, if you need a show to watch, also for Ooh, people yeah. listening, um, if you need a show to watch. Um, 90 Day Fiance is still going strong <laughs> on TLC. Yes. Give it a shot. And we have coverage it's on it. We have podcasting about it here on the network, so you can check it out. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? There's a wrap up for <laughs> 90 Days? Yes. yes. We got because it's my fault. I was not good at keeping up with 90 Day Fiance. Oh, Mr. No. So, wait, who does it? Puya. Who, who does it? Puya does it. Yeah. Oh, Puya. I love it. That's yeah. good. I'm glad. I'm glad Puya. Go. Man, okay, Puya, if you're listening to this, hit me up, man. I'd love to talk some 90 Day with you because, oh my goodness, I think he has like different guests show. throughout. Yeah, right? he he like, not like, to a, DM, yeah. So, like I bet he totally would. I don't think Puya is listening to this. Yeah, no, no. I will. Uh, I'll find some way uh, to contact Puya and let him know I want to come on his pod because uh, I have lots you're of 90 Day today. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is Perfect. a ninety day fiance. That is uh that is a staple in my household. I'm always on I think I've seen yeah, I mean since we podcast about it like three or four years ago, Haley, I've been I've seen like everything. So wow. nice. it's great. It's great. God, but it's been also so like but also it. it's but also like just the worst show. And you thought it was bad back then, Haley. It's yeah. it's like so it's so bad now. So if you're it's a so newbie, bad, where do you so start? Good. Do you start with the recent season or is there like a no, classic season uh, to go back to? So if, if you're a newbie, you're trying to watch 90 Day Fiance, TLC 
should really just change their name to 90 day network because they have so many spinoffs and like, they just very, very frequently, they will just have marathons on the weekend where they'll just replay old seasons. So I would just, if I, if somebody is listening to this and you haven't watched 90 day fiance before, I would just start watching, just pick it up. It's on Sunday nights. You'll figure it out. It's not, it's not too difficult to figure out. Um, and then just maybe keep an eye out on your DVR for reruns and just tape one of the marathons and you'll get to know some of these people a little bit better, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an absolute disaster. So if you like train wrecks like me, <laughs> it's great television. Have you watched oh, the, um, I, the, like the Netflix reality shows, the too hot to handle love is blind. Cause I feel like that fits into those categories yeah. and they're kind of a quick and quick and quick one last point about 90 day amy before i wrap up there i forgot um if you are feeling down because of the pandemic watch 90 day and then you'll remember okay at least i'm not that person <laughs> it'll help you feel it'll help you feel a sense of calm like didn't that's what I, get stuck in morocco for like three months she did she did yeah she was stuck in morocco for three months and then the moroccan government kicked her out so i think she finally wow. left but none of that was on the show but um in terms of your question amy the netflix reality shows um love is blind i watched um wow. yes uh did enjoy the show uh did not enjoy barnett but i enjoyed <laughs> the show um uh i watched probably I want to say like 10 minutes of too hot to handle and okay. it was too hot to handle for me. I just couldn't handle it. I just put on too hot to handle. I couldn't do it. Maybe I'll give it another try. Um, but I'm more of like a, I like uh, love is blind. Um, I like the real estate shows that are on Netflix. Mm. Those are very good. And then um, dating around. I don't know if the two oh, of you watched like that. that. One. Yes. Yeah. Dating around. I'm a huge fan of, especially because it's extremely easy to binge and yeah. uh, like it's 30 minute episodes and there's six episodes per season. Um, but Leonard on season one of dating around might be the greatest contestant on any dating show of all time. Mm. Yeah. He was I remember the, him. Man, I don't know if you remember Amy, the older guy, right? He was the old guy. Yeah. He yeah. was, he was very good. He had his, that joke about the frog. I don't know if you remember, but it was it was very bad. Say <laughs> um, I won't say it on the podcast. Okay. I'll just use it for people to go seek out on their Let's own. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's quite the joke. That's a show where it's like you. It's so different from other reality like dating shows because there's no like ITMs. There's no like interviews. Yeah. Like, and this is when I like this is what I really thought about this. It's just watching the first date, and it's really diverse casting. Which is awesome. That's why I really like the show is because you can t like the people are being themselves. Mm -hmm. um, they're not um, they're not being fed lines and told to say something or go after like they have no interaction with the they, they only inter there's one person dating for the people who haven't seen it. Haley, have you seen this show? No, not yet. Okay, so the, I'll explain the show. I'll sell you on it. This is it's worth watching. Watch it. Ethan would like it too. It's a, it's a good show. You, there's one person. They introduce them at the beginning of the episode. They their friends talk about this person to kind of give you an idea about who this person is, and they show the person going on a date with five different people. The date takes place for each of the people takes place in the exact same location. So during the episode, they edit. Oh shit! I just spilled a glass of, of water. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Fuck. 
Oh no, country bear hall. Ugh, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for now. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I interrupted I you. I excited you so much that you spilled. Uh, and I was like hoping I, not to have to go back downstairs. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll wrap it up quick. Basically, they show these five different people dating the one person, but they edit it as if it's one date. So, like for example, someone will ask the main person, "Oh, do you want kids?" Uh, or the main person will ask, "Do you want kids?" And then five people will give their different responses. They'll edit them differently. Um, sometimes people tell the same jokes. Um, it's a really good show. I enjoy it. Uh, the most recent season also, did you watch the recent season, Amy? Yeah. Okay. The Ben, the professor yeah. from new Orleans. Okay. He, I think Ben was his name. Yeah. That guy also was insanely good casting. Um, yeah. really like that guy as well. And I, I like when it's yeah, like, watch it. you'll see like someone they're like, okay, so this is the end of the date. And then they get sent home after dinner. And then you see like, oh, but like with other people, the date continues on. <laughs> it's like, you can yeah, tell. Like, exactly. exactly. Like, oh, I guess that one didn't go so well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really good. I, I enjoy the show. I hope they can make more seasons of it. But um, yeah, who knows with uh, with COVID and with Netflix's budget. They even have Dating Around Brazil right now on Netflix. So if you can, oh, handle I, have, I haven't watched that. Yeah. I have not watched that one. I will have to check that out. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, fun. Like we always like to get those recommendations, especially during this time. So, and yeah, I agree with that recommendation for sure. All right, you can find me on Twitter at RHAP Recapper. I tend to take social media breaks as well, but I don't like deactivate or anything. I just kind of like retreat, lurk, <laughs> that kind of thing. But yeah, I definitely agree, like taking little breaks here and there or um, doing things on your phone. Like you can remove things from your phone and just say like, I'm just going to use this on a browser or something like that. That can really like limit your time that you're like mindlessly scrolling and stuff too. So that is my tip. All right, everyone, thank you for listening. Jordan, thanks again for joining us. It was so fun to catch up. And yeah, thanks for having me. Maybe this we can great. talk Claire's really... season slash Tasha since. <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens with, uh, with, with this season and what's, what's going on. But yeah. assuming everything airs on time and we're ready to go, yeah, just let me know. I would love to, uh, to chat about that or perhaps Mad James or perhaps uh, when Bachelor in Paradise returns in 2022. Um, um, just, just let me know. Uh, I, I'm always happy to talk to anybody who wants to talk to me, especially the two of you, because you are amazing. Thank you. We love having you. This was so nice to talk to you again, Jordan, our, like, our, our um, annual catch up. Yes. I'm glad that we could still do it, even when it's a greatest of all time episode. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye. Jordan, tell your parents I say hi. 